Become a Leslie's Pro member, and with almost a 1,000 locations conveniently located less than 3 miles from your service route, you can quickly get in and out and take care of your customers. Get Skimmer, America's number one pool service software platform. Listeners of the podcast can try Skimmer for free. Visit my website, swimmingpoollearning.com, and click on the Leslie's Pro and the Skimmer banners to learn more. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. Welcome to the Pool Guy Podcast Show. In this episode, I'm going to talk to you about how to deal with pools with heavy debris. And I'll go over different strategies and techniques to deal with these pools. Pool Service Pro. Open a Leslie's Wholesale account today and receive wholesale pricing on products you use every day. Leslie's Pool Supply offers convenient locations that are open seven days a week. Another great benefit of opening a Leslie's Wholesale account is Leslie's referral program. Get referred to a customer looking for weekly pool service. Save time and money and grow your pool service route and become a Leslie's Pro. I think the big question is, is this particular pool a heavy debris pool all year round or is it seasonal? Something seasonal could be something like a pool with eucalyptus trees over it. That means that actually in the summer months, and contrary to most of when the debris falls in the pool, you're going to get a lot of debris from the eucalyptus trees anywhere from May all the way through September. And maybe the rest of the year there's no debris in the pool. So that's what I mean by a seasonal heavy debris pool. But if you do have a heavy debris pool and it's not seasonal and it's one of those things where you don't want to drop the account, you kind of like the account and you're getting enough to cover the extra time. And that's one factor that you have to be aware of that if you're spending an extra 15 or 20 minutes there, you should be compensated for this extra amount of time. So it may be worth continuing doing the pool if you're getting paid a premium for that pool and you don't really mind cleaning it and spending the extra time there. One thing that could really help a pool that has a lot of debris is something as simple as having the trees around the pool trim. And this is something that you'll have to be on the customer about. And there's many ways to convince them to spend the money on tree trimming. And sometimes it's in the several thousands of dollars depending on how many trees around the pool. So this can be a big decision and a big expense for somebody who has a pool with a lot of trees around it. So just be aware that it's not as simple as telling a customer, oh, you should get your trees trimmed because you have to kind of know from experience of doing pool service how much it costs to actually trim trees around the pool. And again, depending on the tree, the type of tree and how tall it is depends on the price. Now, there may be trees from the neighbor's yard causing the debris to get in there, and I've had several of these in the past where the trees are hanging over the fence and they're falling into the pool. It's a problem because you really can't trim the neighbor's trees. And it's one of those things where you may be able to trim back a few branches or a little bit of the tree here and there. And legally in California, you can trim any branches on your property. But it's one of those things where you kind of create bad blood between the neighbors if you start cutting the trees. So A lot of times if there's neighbors, trees hanging over, there's not a lot you can do as far as trimming. But for the trees over the pool directly, definitely I would recommend having those trimmed regularly every year, every two years would be ideal. Because what happens when you get a windstorm or when you get the first rains is that a lot of stuff in those trees get washed into the pool. A lot of times most of the debris falling into the pool are things that could be trimmed from the tree like dead branches or dead leaves that are just in there and then they blow out or fall out into the pool. 
So what are some more practical steps you can take besides having the trees trimmed if that's not an option or if it's they've been trimmed already and they're still getting a lot of debris in the pool? There's a few things that I would suggest. Now, one of the more expensive ways to do this is with a solar surface cleaner like the Ariel or the Beta. And these don't have a very long lifespan, by the way, so you might get a couple of seasons out of them. So if you're investing $500 in one of these, of course, the customer needs to know that you're probably going to get one or two seasons and you have to buy another one or just send it in for repairs because what happens is they're constantly running because the sun's charging them. These are solar-powered surface cleaners that pretty much run continuously in the pool and the parts, of course, are going to wear because they're running 10 to 12 hours a day in the summer. But these are really effective in pools with a lot of leaf debris. I remember I had a pool with eucalyptus trees and I was testing one of these out over there and amazingly, it picked up a lot of the bark from the tree, plus, of course, all the leaves on the surface and the bottom looked really good, and it worked really well, except the fact that after about six months, it actually died, I think, from overuse and overwear in that pool. It just, there was just so much debris, and sometimes it would get uh, caught up in the turbine and, and jam it up. So sometimes there's too much debris for the solar cleaner, so just keep that in mind also that it could cause some mechanical problems if the debris is an extreme amount. Another thing that you can try that's probably a lot less expensive than a solar cleaner, and since there's no moving parts or mechanical parts in this device, it should last pretty much forever, and that's the pool skim. And I talk about this a lot with heavy debris pools, and it's one of those things where I don't think it gets enough attention and enough you know play in the industry. But this device, yes, it's a little bit unsightly sticking out of a return jet, but this device is actually something I think every pool with heavy debris should have. And I've put these on pools with a lot of debris. And the transformation is just amazing. It's almost unbelievable, actually. And it looks fake. But the way that this works is that it connects to a return jet. It has to be one and a half inch threaded. Most pools do have that. And so you can easily put this on there. I would recommend doing it if you if you have more than one return However, I, I have installed this on a pool with just one return jet, and it works okay, but there was a spa, so I can actually modulate it. So one return jet, probably not a good idea, but if you have one return jet and you have a spa, you can actually modulate it so that the spa has some return going to it, and you can do that one jet. But usually two or three return jets is, is more of the better option with this. So you would replace one of the eyeballs on the return jet with the pool skim, and the water will be shooting into the pool skim, causing a weir on top or a float to kind of move like a skimmer, kind of like the old skimmers that were in the pool back in the day when they before they had skimmers built in. Or if you have the Hayward B38 or B37, I think it is, the basket with the weir, it kind of has that same effect. But it turns the return jet into a secondary skimmer. And then it has a large debris bag where all of the leaves get kind of sucked into or pulled into, pushed into by the return jet. And it's really highly effective. I mentioned briefly just as a kind of a, a joke that it's unsightly and it is kind of ugly. I did have one customer that didn't like how it looks. So I had to remove it. And it can be removed for parties and things like that. It's, a, it's not that complicated because everything threads in. So if they're having a party and you don't want that in there, it can be taken out, but usually it's one of those things where you just leave it in the pool all the time. And believe me, most people don't mind the pool skim if it keeps the pool clean because they're going to really like the look of it. I'd rather have the pool skim and stare at that 
then he pulled with debris all over the surface. And by capturing debris on the surface, it really eliminates a lot of debris that falls to the bottom. So a lot of times people think they need to get a cleaner that's good for heavy debris. And they do make those. I mean, if you have a pool with ready return jets, you may want to get the Polaris 360. That's a Polaris cleaner with a bag on top. It doesn't work off of a booster pump. It works off of an existing return line. So this is highly effective with pools with a lot of debris without the booster pump. But a lot of times if you're in the Midwest or the East Coast, where you do have a lot of debris, the builder will put in a pressure line or a pressure cleaner with a pump dedicated pressure line and you can put a Polaris 280, a Polaris 3900 Sport, the Quattro. You can even put a Pentair Legend there and it'll run off a separate booster pump and this will is considered a pressure cleaner and it has a bag on top so it's great for pools with large debris. However, if you don't have that installed when the pool's built, you can still use the Polaris 360 which is designed to run off a pool without a dedicated booster pump. And certainly, if you don't want to go the direction with the pool skim or solar surface cleaner, you can get a robotic pool cleaner that does a great job with large debris also. There are several on the market. You have the Polaris Alpha IQ. You also have any Dolphin robotic pool cleaner. Pretty much that's $1,200 or more. is going to do great with large debris. Funny thing is, one of the robotic pool cleaners that's often overlooked, and it's not really on anyone's radar as far as I can tell, no one goes out looking for this cleaner, but the Hayward Tiger Shark has been around for probably a decade or more, and this cleaner actually has the largest debris opening I've ever seen on a cleaner, or a robotic pool cleaner, I should say. The debris opening on the bottom of the Hayward Tiger Shark is pretty massive, and it's actually a pretty good cleaner. It has fairly decent AI in there, or the program that runs is smart. Probably not AI, I shouldn't say that, but it has a good algorithm as far as the program. And it's kind of old school, of course, back and forth up the wall, but it is effective. And if you're looking for something for like extremely large debris, the Hayward Tiger Shark would definitely fit the bill. But the Polaris Cleaner and the Dolphin Cleaner do have a big opening on the bottom also. If you're going that direction, definitely those would be the robotic pool cleaners that I would recommend. I don't think you want to get anything under $1,000. It just wouldn't work properly in that pool with the heavy debris. You need something with a very large debris basket on top. And these definitely fit the bill for that particular um, kind of pool with that kind of debris. The Tiger Shark is a bottom debris chamber, so just keep that in mind. But again, it has really large openings on there. But you may not have to go that direction if you have the pool skim and you have a good suction cleaner. Now, there are some suction cleaners that work really well in pools of large debris. And I'm going to date myself here, but I think the original Creepy Crawly you know, the way that the flapper or hammer that's in the mouth worked. It did a great job with pools of big leaf debris and acorns. So that would be a good choice. I mean, I probably wouldn't pick that one as my first choice. But if you do like the bouncing cleaners, this will this will work a lot more effectively than the Zodiac bouncing cleaner. So if you're wanting a bouncing type cleaner, maybe for economic reasons, I wouldn't get the Zodiac Ranger or the G3. They're not effective really with heavy debris pools but if you get the creepy crawly cleaner the not the original one because i don't think they even sell that one but there's a newer version that came out like 10 or 12 years ago and i, I would still get that cleaner because it does a great job with larger debris of course the pool cleaner by hayward does a great job with large debris one reason why the pool cleaner would be a good choice or the aquanaut or phoenix they're all the same cleaner but they're marketed in different 
areas with different shells on top. What I like about these cleaners is that the turbine has removable veins. It's called the V-Flex turbine. You can technically remove three of these veins from the turbine, creating a very large opening because these turbines flex or the turbine has these veins that flex in there. And if you take out three of them, you're going to have a lot more space for the debris to go through. Just be careful that you check the hoses because I've done this before with pools with a lot of acorns and oak leaves. And one thing that happens is that, yes, it picks up the debris, no problem. But then it gets stuck in the hoses. It gets stuck in the, the front of the leaf canister. So just be aware that, yes, you're going to pick up a lot of large leaf debris with the veins missing. But you may also clog up the hose or clog up the opening of the leaf canister. I can't tell you how many times I've gone to the pool and the cleaner's not moving. And I think maybe there's something stuck in the throat. I check everything. And I take each hose section apart, and sure enough, the hose section right there by the canister is full of acorns and oak leaves because it just worked too well and picked up too many too fast. So in that case, maybe put a vein or two back in so that you don't have that much large debris going through that rapidly. So that's a good cleaner for large debris. I would say the Polaris Atlas and the Polaris Max are also great new cleaners for large leaf debris that may be in the pool and large, you know, acorns that'll pick those up with no problem. But just by the nature of being a suction side cleaner, if you look at the bottom of the cleaner, you'll see that the opening on most of these aren't that big. It's because they're using the power of the pump and they have to be kind of restricted. Otherwise, you'll have to put a lot more suction towards it to work. So you're not going to find a suction cleaner with a mouth big enough to pick up, you know, giant leaf debris just for that reason, how it operates. But they're effective in pools with large leaf debris. If you have a way of re removing some of the surface debris, either with something like the pool skim or a solar surface cleaner. And these cleaners are also pretty good at seasonal leaf debris pools. So if you have eucalyptus trees, they'll be pretty effective. I mean, I had a pool cleaner working in a pool with eucalyptus, with a eucalyptus tree for many years, and it would just get so much debris that the canister would be compacted when you take it out. And it's almost like it's the shape of the leaves and you dump it out. There's so many leaves that it picks up. So they're really effective. It's just that once that canister gets full, the cleaner is not effective anymore because there's nowhere for that debris to go. So, I mean, I guess if they make a gigantic canister, I don't think they do, but if they made one that was like three times the size of a regular canister, like the Pentair leaf trap, you would probably have endless amount of debris to pick up. But I think that area would create problems for the actual suction of that cleaner. So the Pentair leaf trap would probably be the biggest canister you could put on there. And still that fills up pretty good with debris if you have a, a pool cleaner or Aquanaut in there and it's picking up a lot of debris. There are a lot of pool owners that will actually invest in a vacuum system for their pool instead of a robotic pool cleaner because if you think about it logically, you're spending maybe $1,600 or $1,600 for a good robotic pool cleaner that you probably have to put in the pool three or four times a week and that's going to wear out a lot quicker than the typical, which you would want to use it maybe once or twice a week. And so you're spending that money on that when you can actually buy a vacuum system. Now the bottom feeder still has a little bit of a problem about being in stock. It takes about three months to get one if you order it. That's about 1600 So it's about the price of a good robotic pool cleaner. And this would be great for somebody that has a house with a lot of leaf debris that wants to maintain it. And it does a great job of picking up the leaves. And it is one of those things where... You know, it's going to pay for itself over time because you'll just be using it to vacuum your pool. 
Of course, it does take you to manually do it, but you know, I would probably go that direction versus a robotic pool cleaner in some cases. Or if you wanted to get a Riptide XP, which is a Riptide just by itself, and you can get that with the battery box, and it's a little bit over a thousand or so. The Hammerhead has a new portable cleaner called the Remora, and it's very similar to the bottom feeder, except the fact that battery life is a lot less, and you kind of strap, you strap it on and you clean the pool with it, so it's not a bad choice. But it's more expensive than the Riptide XP. Now, if PowerVac was available, I'm not sure what their availability is. But I know they're trying to bring their models back out. The PowerVac, to me, is a great, you know, standalone vacuum system. You have that in the battery case, and then you can use that to vacuum a pool out. So the vacuum system is not a bad idea. The two choices that I would say that would be your top would be, of course, the Riptide XP, which is a Riptide vacuum head and the battery box, and you can use that to vacuum the pool out. And I just looked over at the Riptide site. It's actually $990, so it, it to me, would be the best choice. You would just need to get a, you know, marine battery, H marine battery for that. And so for a 1000 bucks, you'll have a Riptide vacuum system, and you would just be able to use that to clean the pool. Again, you just have to do it manually, but to me, it's not a big deal if you have that much debris in your pool, and you're doing it yourself. That would be the way to go. Now, of course, if you do pool service, I say this all the time, you should have a vacuum system. You should have the bottom feeder, the Riptide SL. Now, I would recommend the Riptide SL for the service technician for many reasons. The main reason is that you can buy the cart and the Riptide together, and the cart really comes in handy in most of the accounts. It also gives you that professional look having the cart in the back of your truck, so it's optically pleasing as far as marketing goes, and it's really effective carrying everything back of the cart. They have so many accessories for this cart now. You can carry your quart bottles, you can carry your pole back there. They have a rack that goes on the front to carry bags of salt. So to me, the cart is very versatile and very necessary if you do pools with a lot of debris. I mentioned pools with eucalyptus trees. I've used the Riptide so many times to polish these pools up and get them in shape. It only takes about 10 minutes when if I was using my leaf rake on the bottom, I'd be spending half an hour, 45 minutes trying to get it polished out and cleaned up. So the Riptide definitely will increase how rapidly you can take the large debris off the bottom of the pool. It's highly effective for areas where you get wind storms and then pools that aren't normally heavy debris pools become heavy debris pools when the wind hits, trees from the neighbor's yard blows in. I had one pool where there really was no trees around it and I wasn't really perplexed of why there was so much debris and after a windstorm, all I had to do was look over two houses and there was a giant pine tree two houses over and when the wind blew here you know it blows with the sand and winds it was blowing so strong that all those pine needles came from almost two houses away into the pool so it was one of those things where maybe the pool's not a heavy debris pool but it becomes one during the winds and that's why you need to have the vacuum system ready to go with those type of pools but the riptide would be a great choice you also have the hammerhead and i really believe the bottom feeder is going to be much more readily available next season once they get the batteries in stock, they'll be able to produce those a lot quicker. And so the bottom feeder would be back on people's radars. But unfortunately, they're having a little bit of a problem. So you have a three-month wait for it if you order it today. You're not going to get it until sometime in January or February. So maybe not something you would want to wait for. So the Riptide would be a great choice. And the Hammerhead is available at your supplier, so it's easy to pick that up. But you should have a vacuum system if you have these pools. And having a vacuum system actually lets you keep these heavy debris pools. And you may even want to bring on some more heavy debris pools because it may be financially lucrative to do that. 
Now, I don't like them because I don't have the time for them. But if you do have the time for them on your route, you can really make good money on these pools because, number one, you can charge a little bit of a premium because no one else wants them if you have a vacuum system. And number two, another problem is that these pools are usually passed on by a lot of pool pros that don't have the time to deal with them. So you can gain accounts very rapidly if you're starting out and you want to take these heavy debris pools. Chances are you're going to land the account because not too many pool guys want to deal with it. And number three, if you charge enough for these pools, it's definitely worth it. You should add a premium for your time. So normally if you had a regular pool, let's say it was a 15,000 gallon light debris and you charge 150 for this heavy debris pool, I would say that you're at 200, maybe even more if you can get more out of the customer because you're going to be spending an extra 20 minutes at this pool or 30 minutes in some cases. It's only worth it to you if you can get that premium price for it. Otherwise, I would pass on it because it's not worth the extra time if you're not getting paid for it. Time is money. And if you can do another pool during the amount of time that you're doing this one, and you would make you would double your money basically. So you want to make sure you compensate yourself for the time by charging the right rate. And another thing about these heavy debris pools that I like is that the customers aren't nearly as picky as those pools that don't get any debris in them. They understand that after you leave, you know, the wind blows a little bit and the pool is full of debris again. So one thing I like about these pools is that I can leave them, you know, 80% clean and no one bats an eye. And so that's something else that you have to really appreciate with these pools is that no one cares if it's completely clean or not because they know that within an hour or two, it's going to be dirty again. And honestly, I've never had a heavy debris pool where the customer was picky. If I did, I wouldn't keep that account. And this is something that may be a relief to you to have, you know, two or three of these on your route that you can just clean and not worry about getting them all dialed in completely. And this is something that is good for people starting out trying to build accounts. These are readily, readily available because nobody wants them. And number two, if you have a vacuum system and you have the right method like the pool skim or a solar cleaner or the right automatic cleaner on the bottom, they're really not that bad to maintain. And if you don't have any of that stuff, then I definitely would say pass on these heavy debris pools if you don't have a vacuum system or some kind of system to put a cleaner in there to keep the debris down. I wouldn't take these pools. But a seasonal heavy debris pool is fine. As long as you know that for three months you may struggle with it, the rest of the year is fine. You, you get a little bit of a premium for that pool also. And this is probably not a benefit that you really appreciate, but those pools with a lot of trees around it do provide shade in the summer. So they're kind of one of those things where you're, you're out there and the sun's beating down on you because a lot of the pools don't have trees around them. Here in California, a lot of them are just cement, but there's some with these trees all around them and you kind of get a relief because you get back there and at least you're in the shade. And so there is something to be said about trees around a pool to provide that. But again, you don't have to take, you don't have to take these pools if you are, have a full route and you have a lot of nice pools. And so these heavy debris pools aren't for everyone. If you're looking for other podcasts I recorded, you can find those on my website, swimmingprolearning.com. And on the menu, you can see a podcast. On the banner, you can see a podcast icon. Click on that, and there'll be a drop-down menu of 1,200-plus podcasts for you there. And if you're interested in the coaching program, you can learn more at poolguycoaching.com. Have a great rest of your week, and God bless. Real quick, if you're not using pool service software, try Skimmer free for 30 days at getskimmer backslash poolguy. Again, that's getskimmer backslash pool guy. Skimmer, everything you need to run your pool service business all in one app.